This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rudy Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you very, very much uh, for uh, tuning in. And uh, particularly, I want to say hello to our people in the St. Louis area, who I know will be listening uh, to 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 the show because we've got um, we got some something uh, focused very very much on uh, on you and what's going on uh, and what's going on there and at three ten which is coming up very very quickly we're going to have uh, I must say I have to confess a good friend of mine a good friend of mine uh, Eric Greitens who's running for governor. And uh, you've got you've got 68 school districts, I understand, uh, where there are uh, false alleg- allegations, right? No, no, no. That they can, the teachers can have private that, conversations. That that teachers can have private conversations. That te- you have allegations; they're not false. They're actually allegations, I should say, uh, that are creditable, in which teachers can have conversations privately with students about their personal lives that can be kept from parents. Now, we want to know what Eric thinks about this. I'm just going to tell you it violates the U.N. Charter. <laughs> you know that? A lot of people don't know that. The U.N. Charter grants the, uh, the, the, the supervision of education as a human right to parents. So maybe the U.N. will sue them. But... Uh, Eric, I'm sure, will have plenty to say about that, about the 68 school districts that have these po- policies and also about what else is going on. Eric is like, um, you know, we had him on the other day. To me, he's, he's exactly in that group of candidates that we just have to elect if we want to save America, like Doug Mastriano. Uh, this, is an, this is an America first guy. This is a, a MAGA guy. I, you know, I have no idea... What it's a president really? Well, he is office rocker, right? When you say about somebody you're ultra MAGA, here's what you're saying: you're ultra make America great again. How can you be too ultra make America great again? I know he got more money from China than he did from America. Biden, I'm talking about. So he could be maybe make China great again, or well, yeah, China had a great culture until the communists ruined it. Sometime go see Shen Yun that great production they're doing, and the Chinese Communist Party is doing everything they can to get the corporate interests that they control in the United States to cut it down. But China had a great culture, and you'll see why, why, when I tell you we're on an express train to Marxism, we are. One of the first things that the communists do, taught by Marx and Engels and Lenin and Alinsky, is to cut off your culture teach you that your country is a bad country. Uh, maybe we'll listen to Jerry Nadler tell us later that we're racist, or our president tells us we're systemically racist, which means we're really bad. That means all of us are racist. 
I mean, they're criticizing our country constantly, running it down. That's part of the communist part to take over, to take over uh, a society. That's the way they do it. And then what we're going to talk to Eric about in a minute, where the schools take over the children. Uh, the ideal for Patrice Kaloris, for example, is to get your kid at two years old and, and uh, te- teach them all of this uh, crazy stuff about, uh, I don't know, you know, there are 58 genders and you know, today, today you can feel like a woman and tomorrow a man. And, uh, this, this is nutty, crazy, don't give in to it. Uh, don't give into it. If you do, we give away our way of. Not, we don't just give away. They want to take our form of government away from us, and they've succeeded to a large extent. The uh, restrictions on freedom of speech in this country are not terribly different than in, than in a dictatorship. They've accomplished that. Although maybe we're fighting back now with Musk and a lot of the conservative media. But um, don't don't let them take away your love of America. There's nothing wrong with being patriotic. There's nothing wrong with crying during the national anthem. I mean, you think about that national anthem and that flag. Has any country brought more good to the world than the United States of America? I want you to count up the bad and the good and tell me what country leads us. And then if there is one that leads us, why don't we tell people that and then they'll all go there instead of invading our country. Right? You tell me the country that's better than America and I will send out flyers to all the people coming over uh, now invited with, you know, invading and say, this, is a, this country's not so good. We're, we're, we're a racist. We're a racist country. We're mean and horrible to poor people. Uh, I don't know what else we are, but we're a lot of bad things. Many, many, and, and particularly the white people. They are real, the white people are really bad. So this country is controlled by white people. You tell the, and so you better not come here. This is a very, we don't like being here. Patrice Kalores doesn't like being here. I don't know. Maybe uh, Nadler doesn't like being here. He thinks the whole Republican Party is racist. So we have with us the former governor, a, a Navy SEAL, an American hero, a governor who in a very short time turned the state around, <laughs> which is one of the reasons why. Uh, he he took on uh, not just the Democrats but the unfortunate rhinos in our party, but he's but he's running for senator, and uh, I tell you, we need him. We need him bad. You're going to see why. Eric, how are you, Mr. Mayor? It is an honor to be on with you, sir. Thank you so much. Everything <laughs> is going great here in Missouri. You're going to do what Doug Mastrano did in uh, Pennsylvania. One hundred percent, sir. We are dominating be- this race, and we're dominant, we're dominating it because I am the America First candidate in this race. We are taking on the rhinos, the mainstream media, and uh. Soros. We've got all the right enemies, and we are beating them on every front. We're beating them so on you, every front, Mr. Mayor. Un, 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 unlike the state uh, chairman of my uh, so-called Republican Party in New York, you don't think you have to run away from Trump. Well, absolutely. We do not have to run away from Trump. We, we are actually we're proud of the fact that we've been endorsed by veterans for Trump, by women for Trump, by black women for Trump, by Jewish Americans for Trump, by Hispanics for Trump. We're proud of the fact that Kimberly Guilfoyle is the national chair of our campaign. And you will know the one thing that absolutely made the liberals go crazy is when Donald Trump Jr. 
came here to Missouri. He went shooting with me. We're both putting a few rounds downrange, and then he turned around and he said to the camera, that'll strike fear in the hearts of liberals everywhere. And absolutely it did. So we are embracing <laughs> the America First legacy. We're doing it strong, and we're doing it, Mr. Mayor, for the reasons that you laid out. And, and I always want to say, sir, you are a, a great American hero. You played a role on the world historical stage, and I so appreciate the way that you bring that world historical perspective to the present crisis, because this is a crisis of historical proportions. It is. And it is. Exactly a lot of people don't realize it. it yep. This is, this, is, this is the greatest crisis that has faced our country since the Civil War, and you're exactly right to point out the links to how it links to leftist tyranny of the past. Every leftist movement, whether you're talking about the Jacobins and the French Revolution, when you're talking about Mao in China, you're talking about the Bolsheviks and Stalin in Russia, Pol Pot in Cambodia, Hoxha in Albania, they all follow the same playbook. And you're exactly right. One of the things that they want to do is that they want to take the power away from families and turn it over to bureaucrats. If you think about what Mao did in China, you're talking about China. Mao broke up those old Confucian family values, and he literally took children away, inserted the little red book in their hands, and he wanted to make the government the substitute for their parents. Well, unfortunately, you're seeing that around the country. And this and latest example that you brought up in Missouri is just another terrible Yeah, tell us, this, this is what, 60 or so school, school districts where uh, the teachers can have, like, private discussions with the, and tell the kids don't talk to your parents about it? Yeah, it's absolutely disturbing to find out that you've got school districts here in Missouri Many around the country, where they're actually authorizing teachers to have secret, private conversations with kids. And a lot of your listeners have seen how they're pushing crazy transgender ideology. They're pushing their ideas on the kids, sometimes as young as preschool and kindergarten. They're pushing. Oh my goodness! I mean, these are babies. How are they going to react to? Are you, do, you, do you think you're a girl or a boy? My, I don't know, boy. We it's, it's, <laughs> we need a lot of you in in Washington, my friend. Well, you know the the good news is that you know courage courage counts and and courage is contagious. And there are cur- courageous patriots standing up around the country because they recognize the threat that this represents. You know, I always. People always ask, like, why are they so crazy about this transgender agenda? Why do they want, you know, men to compete against women in swimming? Why do they want men to compete against women in track? Yeah, why do they yeah, want why? to do these I mean, why? Same, same Facebook, nonsense. Facebook just banned the, somebody f- for saying that. Yeah, and here, here's the reason, Mr. Mayor. It's because what leftist organizations and movements want to do is that ultimately they want to control the way that you think and the way that you speak. And if at a very basic level they can get your listeners to say that a man isn't really a man, that a woman isn't really a woman, if they can get you to deny the most basic reality of life, then what else can they not get you to say? 
So if they, that's one of the reasons why this so important to them and it seems obviously so absurd so nonsensical to anyone who thinks about it with common sense but the reason it is so essential to the leftist movement is because they want to control the way that you think the way that you speak think again about what the jacobins did in the french revolution they got rid of the week they replaced it with 10-day weeks they got rid of months they got rid of the catholic church they set up a great statue to reason the whole idea is to assault all of our institutions in an effort to destroy our country well mr mayor well, we're not going to let them so i am on every night the rudy giuliani show on real talk network right in the st louis in missouri in missouri and i'm telling people if you don't vote for Eric Greitens, I'm not going to let you listen to my radio show. I'll find a way to, I mean, <laughs> this guy is a once, you know, once every so often you get a leader that can do the things he did as governor. Most governors go in there, eh, they do a little this, a little that, and they want to be popular and get reelected. He kicked the hell out of the place. And when he goes to Washington, his uh, intelligence, his uh, being articulate, his presence, and mostly his mind is going to help save America. Uh, and he'll, he'll lead other people, which is uh, fabulous. So, Eric, tell them how they can support you in Missouri and tell them how they can send you money everywhere else. Well, Miss. Mr. Mayor, every patriot who's listening today, we'd be honored to have you join our campaign. A lot of folks know I was the first guy in the country to say that when I'm elected, I'm voting against Mitch McConnell. We need new America first leadership in the U.S. Senate. And so folks who want to join us can come out to ericgreitens.com at E-R-I-C-G-R-E-I-T-E-N-S.com. Join us there. You can donate to the campaign. You can support us. Sign up for our emails, and of course, follow us on all the social media at Eric Greitens. And all you have to do is do at Eric Greitens? It's just at, at Eric Greitens, Mr. Mayor, and you'll be able to find us on, on all of the, the major social media platforms. And your, and your primary is when? Uh, and the primary is on August the 2nd. Absentee ballot voting begins on June 20th. So we are right up against it. And everybody who's listening today, if you want us to help, you know, revive this republic, we are not going to surrender to leftist tyranny. We're going to revive the republic. We invite everybody to come out and join our campaign, sir. Well, sometime after June 28th, I'm going to come out there and I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to endorse you again, if you want, or I'll Thank endorse you, one of yes. your opponents if we can beat them. Okay. If you think it would be more helpful for me. All right. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, everybody in Missouri loves you. You bring out huge crowds here. So it will be honored well, to see we you love again you. Here, here in the state. And Thank you're you necessary sir. right Thank now. You. And I, I, don't, I can't make that point any stronger. Well, God bless you, Eric. And we'll see you very, very soon. God bless you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, we'll take a short break. And when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about how the Clinton machine is oh my goodness are, is deconstructing at the trial absolutely deconstructing we'll be back right after this break rudy giuliani on 77 wabc this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Very interesting interview with Eric Greitens. To all my friends in uh, St. Louis on Real Talk Radio, that's the guy to support. In each uh, state, not each state, in many states we have this rhino against uh, 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 America first. It's going on in my state. And the state party is the rhino group. And uh, they wa- they wanted to crown a candidate. They, to- they told the candidate he couldn't mention Trump's name at the convention. He didn't. Uh, this is a guy who was against Trump before he was for Trump. Now he's against Trump again. Uh, uh, Lee Zeldin. It's a guy who accused Trump of being a racist. But then he was for him. Now he won't mention his name. This is exactly what we don't need in politics. We need Eric Greitens. They don't give a damn about that. They give a damn what's good for the public, and I'm going to get it done. And You know I think my son Andrew Giuliani is the guy that can do that. But let's talk about this Clinton trial because it's really getting interesting. Although I worry about the result, and I'm going to tell you later, uh, later why, because, man, this is, that's a bad place to try this case. And this is an overwhelming case. Clinton's campaign manager testified that on May, uh, 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 May 20th, right, that, that Hillary greenlighted the plan to give allegations against Donald Trump to a reporter ahead of the 2016 election. I know she greenlighted a number of plans like that also from my investigation way back of uh, how she screwed around in the Ukraine. The, the FBI, now this is, really, this is really frightening. The FBI determined within one day that the Russian collusion claims were false. This is according to Agent Scott Hellman. Here's a quote from him as a testimony. I think the person who drafted the main white paper was suffering from a mental disability. No, he wasn't. He was suffering from being Democrat crooked. That's what he was suffering from. He was suffering from being a Hillary lover and a uh, Trump uh, deranged individual. And, they, and they're sick and they want to destroy our civil rights. But can you imagine that? From the first day, they discounted it. And I don't know, what do we spend, $40, 50000000 million on it? You know, he was he, he was acquitted of it three times. Three times. I mean, usually you get acquitted once. He got acquitted of it three times. And it turns out to be now, sometimes there are false allegations and there's a shade of something that can be misinterpreted. Here, it was totally untrue. She made it up and then she paid for people to put it out. And why isn't she in jail? Why? Why? The CIA also concluded that the Russian collusion allegations were untrue and unsupported. So how how did I hate to pick on Sessions because you know Jeff Sessions, but how the hell did he let this go forward? And how did Comey let it go forward? And how come he's not in jail? I mean, this is, this is absurd. 
I, I defended him in the Russian collusion allegations. I was his defense lawyer and largely did it because I knew they weren't true. I was there for the campaign. I knew it was completely, but I didn't realize it was this much of a conspiracy to obstruct justice as it is. And how about Obama? Brennan told Obama that Hillary was doing this. I think might have been in, 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 in 20, even 2018. Or maybe 2016. I don't, I don't remember exactly when. So Obama knew that she was framing Trump. And then, and then at the very end, he and Biden uh, unmasked everyone, did everything they could to cover it up. How come they're not being oh, – Biden doesn't get – I mean, I think Biden could go out – well, if I get started on Biden, we won't stop. But President Trump is entitled to have this cleared up. It's very unfair uh, for – well, first of all, it's very unfair what they did to him. The man, the man was a very, very good president. He accomplished a tremendous amount, and he did it against all uh, – every day he was under a phony investigation – one after another, including now the Ukrainian one. Now, that one, his own people could have acquitted him of that. Barr, the guy at the FBI, they had the hard drive that proved that his conversation with the president of Ukraine was totally legitimate. Well, we'll be back after the break. And remember, stick around for the mayor's final thoughts this time of the week. Radio 77 WABC. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with the Rudy uh, Giuliani Show. And uh, I just want to make you aware of uh, something that this censorship thing is still going on. Facebook has now censored Senator Marsha Blackburn, who's probably one of the most reasonable people you ever meet, because she's against biological men uh, competing with females. How do you get to censor that? I mean, that's not a leg- I mean, that's not a legitimate opinion that somebody that decides that they're you know uh, I'm a man, but I'm now a woman. I'll put on a dress, could run and run in with women and go and swing meets with women. And I mean, how ridiculous is that? She's entitled to that opinion. I, I don't care if. Facebook is all messed up. I mean, they have no right to interfere with that. And don't tell me that Facebook doesn't operate with the government. Hmm? I mean, these people are arms of the Bidenistas. You know that. Look at what they did when they suppressed a hard drive and elected a president under fraudulent uh, circumstances. I hope Marsha Blackburn keeps making the point. And Twitter is going to develop a disinformation board. I hope Musk gets that and, and changes that pretty quickly. I think you guys should all consider joining Getter and uh, Truth Social. Join them both. That Truth Social is Trump's one. I'm part of that. And Getter is the one with Jason Miller, who was uh, uh, press secretary for Trump. And he was my press secretary when I ran for president. So he can't be such a bad guy, right? And... Uh, what 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 Greitens is telling you about this this war within the Republican Party with these rhinos is very very serious, because 
The reason this country is in such a b- bad shape is because Republicans become enablers. So they can get a little piece of the pie, they go along with it. I'll give you an example. I was talking to you about Zeldin. He's the one who said that he thought Cuomo would make a good governor. Suck up, suck up, suck up, suck up. Uh, a good president, rather. Cuomo would make a good president. Suck up, suck up, suck up, suck up. I'm just making the noises. Uh, that's the kind of guy he is. Now, we're going to get suck up, suck up, suck up to uh, be able to persuade the legislature where you're going to have to do some really tough negotiating and be willing to take terrible newspaper publicity to change bail laws. So people say it can't be done. Hey, Reagan passed what was then the biggest tax reduction in history with a very, very, very well-controlled Democrat House that was against it, including the Speaker, O'Neill, who was against it. And uh, Trump did the same thing with a Democratic House, and Giuliani did it with a, this Giuliani did it with a 45 to, to, to 6 Democratic majority. Biggest tax cuts in New York history. Okay, how did I do it? I didn't give up. I didn't listen to the New York Times. I didn't say, you know, I didn't, I didn't do the equivalent of Cuomo would make a great president. What I did was I went into the districts that would be key votes, even if they were heavily Democratic, and I explained to them why they needed a tax cut. And the districts told the council members how to vote. That's what Andrew can do. That's what Zeldin won't do. Not a guy who voted for four record-high New York budgets that are part of the, of the fabric that has New York at two and a half, almost two and a half times Florida. Imagine we spend $220 billion and they spend $97 billion with a million uh, less people in New York. Can you believe that? You can't tell me that a lot of that money isn't going for corruption, big time in New York. You can see the pattern. Look at Hochul. Husband has the concessions at the stadium that's going to cost you, <laughs> that's going to cost you $4 billion. It was supposed to cost 800 but then she had to pay people off. We have to change this if we want to save New York. We've got to change it, and we've got to change it now. So let's go to, um, let's go to Dave in Los Angeles. Yes, Mr. Hey, Mayor. Hey, Dave. Continue. Like to talk about the whole LGBT wokeism and how it's really destroying America. I'm not sure if you're aware that in schools now, if you don't, there, there's 86 different gender identities. Okay, wait a second. 86. Are you are you required in school to learn all 86? Yes. For example, there's agender, there's cisgender, there's gender expansive. And, no, you know, and like also, we learned the ABC. Do they have to learn all 86 genders? Now, here's how bad it is. Let's say a student declares one of the genders. Well, if a fellow classmate doesn't address them by the proper gender pronoun, well, that, that, that person now may be expelled. Similarly, in the workplace, a worker, you know, they have their pronoun, and it's up to everybody to memorize and learn all 86 and to know who's who. Well, if you as a coworker don't properly address them, you can be fired. Well, what happening. what other pronoun would there be? Be I mean, it? I mean, we would call somebody. They. I mean, what? Yeah, you, you have to. 
you have to call them like they. they you're a they. So, yeah, so how that. about how about when the police have to identify like a um, like a uh, a murderer who's running away? Uh, they can't. Uh, they, you, usually, we say white, black. Suppose they checked X. What do we say? Go look for X. That's going to be coming next. Where if a police officer doesn't uh, ident- call it by the proper pronoun, it's going to be a civil lawsuit against the city for violating civil rights. It's come down to this type of madness. And what this whole thing is is an anti-heterosexual male endeavor. Because if you notice, the LGBTQIA is everything except heterosexual male. And there's tremendous grounding points and social points. Uh, people are being brainwashed into it at age five. You know about this. They're being very before. short-sighted, Dave. You know why? Why? They need us for survival. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What a way we invented, we invented everything people use every day. Okay, oh, by so the way, they don't like males at all. It isn't just white males. If you look at Patrice Colores, she wants to husband out. She, she doesn't want you to have a husband. Husbands are bad. They were bad, inf- bad influence. Uh, should be a single mother, and the single mother should give the kid up uh, to the state at two years old for education. That's Patrice Colores, who is a trained Marxist and a very typical Marxist. In other words, y- you all are poor, and the people in the party are billionaires. That's, I mean, when you when you listen to communism, it's the biggest bunch of bull that ever existed. The people at the top are all richer than the corporate guys. It's all the it's all everybody else that is uh, on a fixed or determined income. Well, thanks, Dave. Thanks for bringing it to our attention. Now we'll go to Vic in Pennsylvania, the state where the race is still going on, and who's, some of you win by two votes, right? That's it. How are you, Your Honor? I'm okay, Vic. So tell me, what's going on? I have a question. When the new Congress and Senate come in, if they pass a uh, federal voting law, will that supersede uh, the state laws? In other words, because uh, I can see they're going to be stealing elections from now until, you know, they stole they, they stole the last president. I, I was well, a New York resident and voted in New York. I saw voter fraud started with the Marxist Obama started back then and i had been registered oh, voter fraud vote, vote, voter voter fraud is um <laughs> it's like the pandemic uh particularly when you have open uh, mail-in ballots so uh it's very it's very complex question because uh the federal government cannot control the presidential election it's controlled by the state legislature so if they passed rules and the state legislature passed different rules, the state legislature would win that battle. Now, different for a congressional election because they have the right to veto and they have the right to change things about a congressional election. But on a presidential election, it's the state legislature that decides. So, uh, I mean, right now that's helpful because the, de- the Democrats have been trying to change it into – you know, all male, all male voting with no identification and let illegals vote. You know, they passed a law in New York allowing illegals to vote. This place has become so left and so crazy. So the answer is a federal law would, I mean, they'd attempt to do both, 
but it wouldn't control a presidential election. That would have to be controlled by by state law. So now let's go to Pete. Pete? I, I like to make two points. One, I was born in Romania, and I went to first to second grade, and the teachers questioned the children daily about their parents' activity at home. Now, also, teachers had more power than police. Obviously, we could so see... So, was Romania under where, communist rule then? Yes. We're talking about Ceausescu, and uh, you know what happened to... Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, well, thank you. Thank you for backing up my, my point. I mean, well, the teachers union, I think, is, is, the teachers union has been communist for a long time. Very important point to make also. There are no lawyers or judges in communist society. Just remember that all you lawyers, my friends, I got a lot of lawyer friends. I got a lot of judge friends. There is no legal profession in this country. Look at China. Look at Venezuela. Just all those lawyers out there and those judges, your your careers are going down the drain if you do not help America get on their feet. Yeah, I mean, we're fighting, as Eric Greitens said before, this is probably one of the biggest battles. This is probably one of the biggest battles that we have ever had to preserve our way of life. In fact, I think it's the biggest. I, I don't know that we've ever had a bigger a bigger battle than that. And we've got a president who's completely non-functional. Look, every day, every day he proves to us he hasn't had a press conference in 100 days. Who the hell is he working for? He has given unilateral powers to who? The World Health Organization to declare public emergencies. And it's well known that the World Health Organization is completely ch- taken over and controlled by China. And not only that, they're covering up China's role in killing millions and millions of people by sending people with COVID all around the world when they locked down China. And they did it so that they could keep China competitive, so that we'd get hurt as much as they get hurt. And they did it because they're amoral, immoral horrible human beings, the party, not the Chinese people. The Chinese people are wonderful, good people who are oppressed. It's 100 million members of the party. What is it, 3.4 billion people? Members of the party like Patrice Kaur's are multimillionaires. And she was trained, I believe, as a Marxist by the Chinese. They're infiltrating our government, and you cannot tell me with the decision like the giving who all this power that's controlled by China, by giving up the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China, you can't tell me that that uh, 31 million that went to the Biden crime family didn't buy Joe. I think you could buy Joe for a lot less than that, by the way. Uh, this is terrible. This isn't just bribery. This is selling out our country. The guy who hasn't had a press conference in, you know, in a year made more money from China than he did from any place else. And he hasn't made a decision yet that isn't in the best interest of China and against the best interest of the United States. Giving who this power is against the United States of America. It's anti-American. 
giving up the Bagram Air Force Base is significantly anti-American. I don't know why he hates our country. And don't tell me I'm exaggerating. If he says our country is systemically racist, why wouldn't he hate us? We're all a bunch of racists, except him. And he, you know what drives me nuts? He's the real racist. I never did a eulogy for some guy who was head of the Ku Klux Klan. I didn't have a bunch of buddies who were a bunch of segregationists who blocked the civil rights bill. Who He just said a couple of days ago in his demented, dementia state that, uh, gee, he misses them. He misses the segregationists. He, mi- he misses the guy who ran the Ku Klux Klan. What kind of nut do we have in the White House? And that red button's not very far away. How do we tolerate this? Why? Because we're, we're a dictatorship made up of the media? Is that it? I mean, why do we tolerate a president who clearly belongs in probably a pretty significantly high-level nursing home? I mean, I know people in nursing homes, and they're doing a hell of a lot better than him. Uh, like, they remember that, that Franklin Roosevelt did not read the comics on television. First of all, it was LaGuardia, not Roosevelt. And second, there was no television when Roosevelt was alive. That who is de- that's the guy who's deciding what we do about Ukraine that could cause a war with Russia. Whoa. Come on. I will be back with the mayor's final word as soon as we have this break. The Rudy Giuliani Show. 77 WABC. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, back now with the Mayor's Final Thoughts. Brought to you by Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. You make your $11 contribution to T2T.org, $11 per month. And what you're doing is... You're paying for homes for catastrophically wounded warriors, heroes, people in uniform, who, while they're out there protecting you, lose the use of their arms and their legs. And you're helping to pay for the families of those left behind when one of our uniform members lose their lives. And Frank Siller is the first one that shows up with the mortgage payment. And, boy, you can't believe because I've seen it with my own eyes what it does for the family. I know, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but then he does a lot more, by the way. But just the mere fact that somebody's going to do that, that somebody cares, that somebody reaches out, it's the it's, uh, most important thing you can do is to reach out like that and, and, and show that you really appreciate the person who's been sacrificed. So I'm going to go back to the Hillary Clinton trial as my final word. Because it, this, is, this, this is a case in which um, the evidence that's been revealed is extraordinary. And again, our, our, the censorship country we live in is not going to present this in the way that it should be presented with the importance of it to the American people. And it's a, the reason it's really crucial to do that is so that we break away from this. We are headed to being a dictatorship. I'm, I'm telling you, we're headed to being a dictatorship. This woman, for five years, perpetuated a myth 
that won the Pulitzer Prize for the Washington Post and the New York Times that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Uh, he, she did it to try to stop him from being president. The FBI concluded in one day it was not true. Then uh, they did it to try to take him out as president, and that wasn't true. Then, then, then they they spun off that to ridiculous charges about uh, about uh, uh, Zelens- the the, the uh, Zelensky conversation, which was really the conversation that he had with Poroshenko in fixing the case for fourteen to twenty million dollars. And then after that. They, they do the January 6th thing. Now, okay, January 6th, terrible things happened, bad things happened. What did the president have to do with that? He told the people to go there peacefully and patriotically. You, you, you want to compare that to Maxine Waters? or You want to compare that now to the people who say it's okay to protest in front of the justices' houses when it violates the law? It's a federal felony. That they're encouraging, and 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 I, I don't know what they did in there, but there are an awful lot of people have been sitting in jail for eighteen months. This is not the gulag, and they didn't kill anybody. Oh yes, they did. They killed Ashley Babbitt, but who killed Ashley Babbitt? A Capitol police officer, the same Capitol police who opened the Columbus doors to let them in. And it, you look at that, you look at that murder, and you got real problems. You've got real, real problems with that, and we're going to take a very good look at it. I know my good friend and colleague Greg Kelly has done a lot of good work on this, but I've been uh, examining the films carefully. I don't know. I can't find a single reason, a single justification for shooting her. Not one. Uh, there were cops in back of her. There were cops in front of her. She had no uh, gun, and she was about five two, five three. She was not yelling. She was not screaming. If she had been thrown over the uh, the top, and she she'd have landed uh, on her backside or her front side, and they could have handcuffed her in two minutes. Uh, there was no indication she was coming over there to physically harm anyone. Uh, the standard is you have to be in fear for your life. Uh, I happen to have seen his testimony, the police officer. He doesn't even say that in his testimony. He doesn't even make the claim he was in fear for his life. Uh, there's something very, very wrong. And you, you, know, you know how uh, the hard drive turned out to be a bunch of garbage, and it's all true, and I was right about it? And you're starting to see that I was right about the election. You go look at... 2,000 mules. They haven't yet put a glove on it. All they say are the usual stuff like they said about uh, about U- Ukraine. It was debunked. I, I said, well, show me the debunking memo. Uh, there was no investigation going on. Uh, actually, the prosecutor who was unjustly fired had just arrested the company three weeks before Biden got him fired. What do you mean there was no investigation going on? I got a document dated right in the middle of that, February 15th of 2018. He was fired right at the end of the month, showing that the Latvian government and the Ukrainian government were investigating Hunter Biden, criminal investigation, 
for laundering, being part of laundering of 14 million, of which he got 3.5 and Joe got 900,000. And then Joe admits that he did it. When he says, I told him, you're not going to get your money unless you fire the prosecutor. Here's the crime of bribery. Offering something of value, the billion dollars, in exchange for official action, firing the prosecutor. He has gotten away with so many crimes in that hard drive, it's going to be a shocker as American history is written. Well, we'll be on on Sunday with Dr. Maria Ryan uncovering the truth. We're going to get into a lot of these important subjects. Please be with us and be with us next week. God bless you and God bless America. Listen to this podcast now on the Red Apple Podcast Network.